Hello and welcome to the Hole in My Heart podcast. This is episode 149. How to be thankful in this 2020 world. How do we? How do we do it, guys? Hey, hello. I'm your host, Lori Krieg. And at the time of this recording, we are in another lockdown round in the state of Michigan. And we are all recording in our down, down spooky stairs. Steve is in an extra spooky place, but... Mine is the spookiest. Yours wins in the spook factor. I feel like there's going to be some sort of face that pops up behind your head. (laughs) Anyway, that voice that you're hearing, I'm introducing Steve first, is producer Steve. And a reason, additional reason, that we are not with you is what what's going on, Steve? Well, I've got the Rona. Yeah. Um, but fortunately, and we'll be talking about this because of gratitude um, and thankfulness and Thanksgiving, I'm thankful that it's not a lot worse. It could be a lot worse. Yeah, you're it not just in hospital. has me stuck in the downstairs. <laughs> Those Christmas lights are terrible. Which, if you guys want, (laughs) no, they're like a perfect terrible for real. (laughs) But the if you guys want to watch us, Mm -hmm. uh, you can watch it on Vimeo or YouTube. Uh, Just search Lori Krieg, L A U R I E K R I E G, and you can see just how creepy. Steve's environment is. It is not healing his soul, although he may be healing his body. But guess what, guys? <laughs> I have another person with me. There's another person in this podcast, and it's my favorite licensed therapist, Argyle expert, and my husband and favorite person, Matt Krieg. Hi. Hi, Matt. How are you? I am doing okay. Uh, so, Steve, you're feeling okay? I am. I just, it's like I've got a basic mild cold. My nose is plugged up, Um, but my uh, wife made this awesome looking soup tonight. It looked awesome. The (gasps) texture was awesome, but I could not taste it at all. (gasps) No way. So the smell and the taste is just gone. Couldn't smell it. Couldn't taste it. No. Is it really weird? Is is that a really bizarre? bizarre? Yeah. Okay. Now, guys, if we're seeming a little strange, in addition to all of us uh, being in our specified quarantine areas, um, this is going to be a little bit of a different episode because it's a thankfulness episode. We've done these before for the last Mm -hmm. few seasons. I think every year we've done something for Thanksgiving, something for Christmas. And so we really did want to focus just with the three of us today uh, on gratitude. But it's not really just the three of us. Um, We have some voices from you all, I'm hoping, at the time recording that you guys send these in, uh, but we will at least read what you guys wrote if we don't get your your voice memos back to us. But uh, the reason we're focusing on gratitude is, well, we need that here in 2020. In addition to that, it's Thanksgiving. We're in Thanksgiving weekend, and uh, we just want to pause, not just today, but every day, uh, to be thankful, but especially right now, um, just with Thanksgiving here in the U.S. So... This, I've talked about this before, gratitude is not my default. I don't know if gratitude is anyone's default um, and joy and all of that. And so let's dive in together. We're not going to do a question of the week from last week, but um, we're just going to toss a few questions around the circle. And when we're done, we're done. Okay, guys, here is the first question. When you guys are 
in a season of gratitude. So maybe, have you ever had that where you're like, man, I've just been in like a grateful season. Like what brings you to that space and uh, what's it do to you? So like, how do you get to like a grateful season or are you always there? I would doubt that, but maybe you are. And, and what's it do inside your heart? Let's start with Steve. Okay. Um, well, it isn't something that I plan and do regularly. It just seems like uh, every once in a while, there's uh, just a moment where I feel like this would be a good thing to talk about. And so the way I do it is I talk with people about it. I ask, you know, what are you grateful for? What are you thankful for? Maybe it might be my family or coworkers um, or people we serve. Um, and we just kind of get the conversation going, um, mm. if that makes sense. Yeah, and it does. So it is a regular thing for me, although it's not a prescribed, you know, like every Tuesday, it's Grata Tuesday, um, <laughs> which I have Tuesday, done that. Grata Tuesday. Really? On, you have the, done that? I, on the air, I have I have done that at, in the past. But um, anyway, it's just When Steve of, says on the air, by the way, that's his job is he does radio work. Yes. When I'm not exiled to the basement. Um, so, yeah. And I think um, what that does is uh, just lifts my eyes upward i mean i think it, it takes uh it expands my world and makes the story about not just me it's like i'm not the central character in my story um but it helps me observe like the bigger picture if that makes sense yep it does make sense i love that so you're kind of the gratitude guy you're kind of the guy that like brings it up in your I, circles i i i I do not all the time, but like you said, like naturally I'm very much an Eeyore. I'm a very much yeah. a pessimist and um, I can really keep it. My eyes can be uh, downcast. So that just kind of yeah. helps lift my eyes. So yeah, I guess it's something that I have learned and yeah. it, it, it helps me if I can dialogue it with other people. Mm. Yep. I hear you. MK. Yeah. Um, well, I feel like I'm maybe a little bit more naturally Optimistic. I won't say gratitudinal, Gra mm -hmm. gracious, gratitudinous. I do it. Gratitudinal. That grat sounded gratitudinal. Mm -hmm. That's great. That's. Mm -hmm. the, I, I'm not naturally that, but I am naturally more optimistic. And so, I don't know. Even even there for me, like gratitude has to be an active pursuit. It, it has to be something that I actively like. Think. Okay, what can I be? thankful for what can i stay and it's usually something i have to externalize whether it's talking to you whether it's like out loud in prayer um usually for me it's verbal um but but something that that i have to kind of call out and turn my attention to it it's not just something that's going to fall into my lap um and so, yeah, but when I do that, yeah, much like Steve, I feel like it gives a good perspective on, on calling into, um, like calling into focus, especially the things that God has, has already done for us. Um, whether it's provision, whether it's, you know, sustaining, healing, whatever is, whatever has come already from his hand, rather than just immediately going to this place of, um, asking for more. And, and, and so, yeah, I feel like one of the ways that I've done that more actively recently is chewing the, the acts prayer, A-C-T-S. So, um, A is adoration, then confession, then thankfulness, practicing that thankfulness before going to that supplication and really trying to sit in the first three rather than jump into to the S. Mm. Being married to Matt, I 
have someone who is more naturally thankful. And so when we pray together, which is something we've been trying to do more, and as a family, Matt goes to gratitude. And you have for as long as I've known you. And I used to be super annoyed. I remember when we were dating, I was like, why is he so thankful? <laughs> why do we need thankfulness first? And so <laughs> I'm so thankful he does because it does, it postures even your heart better for that supplication or that asking part and then you maybe even will drop off some of the things that you don't need to ask for like the Lamborghini or I don't know things like that uh, instead you actually ask for what you um, I don't know you pray more in alignment with God's will which is what John exhorts us to do uh, in the Bible so um, yeah I think that's a big way and I've been trying really before waking up just praying and just talking to God before my feet hit the floor. And that helps to posture my heart toward him. So yeah, gratitude, I think makes you present and then what makes you look upward. Okay, guys, what's something uh, listeners responded? We asked specifically on the Hole in My Heart podcast, Facebook group. You guys listening, if you are not a part of it, you should join us there. We are having a conversation. I often go to you guys first with the question of the week to hear from you guys. And there's um, just some great people there just sharing what's going on, some of the responses to uh, some of the episodes. But guys, I asked people what they're thankful for in their work or family or friendships or even specifically about this COVID world that we're in. Um, what's something that they're thankful for in the midst of all of that? And Steve, we'll toss back to you. What listener response stood out to you and uh, what they said? Yeah, um, I really appreciated this one. It was from Haju. And she said, I'm thankful for my husband, Kong Cheng, who has been showing me how God loves us by faithfully, joyfully, sacrificially, and selflessly loving me through thick and thin in our hardest season. And yeah, I appreciated that. I felt like I can relate. Um, with me, it's my wife who's showing me God's love. Um, mm. She really, really does a lot for a lot of people. And um, especially in this season, as I'm kind of stuck in the basement, she's been the go-between putting her health on the line. Mm. Uh, you know, just bringing me refills of fluids and um, just making sure that I have everything I need and even just even keeping me connected with the rest of the people who live in our mm -hmm. house who uh, are uh, staying upstairs. Um, she does a lot of, I mean, I've been texting a lot of people as well, but she conveys a lot of messages back and forth. And I don't know, it's just been um, right now, especially I've been feeling that um, her love. So that's so that was, sweet. Yeah. Makes me just feel for people because it's it literally looks super scary down there, Steve. <laughs> so yeah, it just I makes know. me feel for other people though, like people in stuck in nursing homes or you know who uh, maybe are quarantining all alone. And so I don't know. I just have some tears in my eyes because I'm so great. I know Kelly and she's amazing and she's been on this podcast. You guys should go search her up. Um, but. I just am thankful for that with you. So thanks for sharing yep. that. Look at how that produced fruit in me. Yep. Just to even say <laughs> it. Yeah. Well, I appreciated this one. Hi, this is Laura from Adrian, Michigan. This year I am so thankful for my students. 
I teach high school and I was so worried before the year started just about managing all of the normal teacher tasks and then trying to keep everyone safe. And I am so thankful to say that the kids have been so great. They wear their masks and there are only very few complaints. They understand that they have to keep their distance and I'm so thankful that I haven't had to write a single disciplinary report this year, not for anything, not even tardiness or anything small like that. They show up and they do their part, whether we're meeting virtually or in person. I'm they're just so great. I just you don't hear that a lot. Like there's lots of complaining about specifically teachers and students in this season. And so when I read that, I was really refreshed. Um. And it made me think about how thankful I am for our daughter. She just started school for the first time uh, this year. And what a weird year to start. And I was like, oh, no, she can wear a mask. And there's everyone was making jokes like, you think your kid's going to wear your mask? But she's having such a similar experience as this teacher's having. But as a student, um, everybody wears them they don't it's not a big issue and they listen like for some reason it's just going well and it's got to be God and um I don't know it's just such a gift of grace right now so I'm so thankful for my child and her teacher and so it just made me so thankful and then and what this teacher was sharing as well of her experience Matt Krieg you ready yes I really liked what Natalie had to say on Facebook She said, I'm super thankful for a particular friend who, when my biggest fear was realized, told me that God was with us and that with him we could walk this road. I'm thankful that she then began daily version devotionals with me as a way of connecting and walking together, but I am mostly thankful that Jesus has walked with me and that I have discovered his idea of being with me is greater than my idea that he should be Mr. Fix-It. Love it. Why do you like that? Well, I like it just because... Yeah, that emphasis on Christ with us, that she's thankful for the personhood of Christ, not just the things that he gives. And and that's something that I feel like I need to remind myself of more often, that he gives himself primarily. Um, And then for for me, what I am kind of thankful for this this year, on top of our kids and, and just the way that school is going for Gwen, is just I'm really thankful for my team. Um, and the, the, the work that they're doing and the way that they are reaching out with, with clients at, at Caring Well. So Matt is a licensed counselor. If you guys are first-time listener at Caring Well Counseling here in Grand Rapids, Michigan, and so you have a team with mm-hmm. you that you're really thankful for. That's great. So guys, we have, I got two more questions. Anything about this 2020 season, we've actually done this question in the last... I don't know, 100 months or so we've been in quarantine. Um, But anything about this particular suffering 2020 season that you're surprisingly grateful for? And Steve, you just alluded to something with your wife. But if you just reflect on the last nine months or however long it's been, like, is there something you're like, oh, there's good fruit that God produced in the midst of this pain? Is there anything that you guys have been surprised by joy to borrow from C.S. Lewis? Yeah, I've been trying to think of how to express this. Um, I think the year has been a roller coaster for me. Um, There were initially things um, that I was surprised to just enjoy the slower pace of everything way back in March and April. 
Um, and then as you start to get cabin fever and stir crazy, and then they're saying, oh, I think may, maybe things will open back up. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Um, I, I felt myself want to get back to normal. And at the same time, just kind of felt the spirit um, calling me to just be in the moment, um, like you were saying before, um, like gratitude helps us to be in the moment and be patient and um, to go to him with the things I was struggling with. And there have been a lot of things that have come um, that have been a struggle this year, just in my family and just circumstances. And I think that I have been reminded of the truth through um, many of our guests on the podcast. Yeah. That, um, like what John Mark Comer said about the cross has really, really stuck with me. Mm -hmm. um, that was last week's podcast. Yep. He said that Jesus didn't only go to the cross so that I wouldn't have to. He went to the cross to show me how to. Mm. Um, how to take up my cross and, um, you know, die daily with him and paul talks a lot about identifying with jesus and our suffering and what i have come back to recently especially with kind of the unknowns of this whole thing yeah and being down here is that the worst thing i could imagine the worst thing that could possibly happen to me will never happen to me because mm. of jesus mm. and so that's what i've been reminded of recently and um and so anyway, I think the sufferings of 2020, while they're not anything close to what many believers have suffered, are just a reminder that the worst thing I could imagine will never happen to me. And I can be grateful for that. So good, Steve. Yeah. I keep thinking about that episode, too. There's such good gems. Man, Matt, how about you? Yeah, I think one of the things, if, you, if we went back what eight months to march and and i knew if i knew then that all of your speaking engagements would be canceled i would be terrified yeah at, at just the pressure that that i would feel as far as being able to provide for the family financially but honestly looking back and and seeing the work that went into the book release and the launch and and everything that you did like it was just God's blessing, I think, to be the, even be able to have the time to to do that. And obviously, he he still he provided for us financially and in that time. And, and so, yeah. But but to really just look and say it was nice to have some time with you hmm. leading up to the launch. And 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 if we would if we had been running as we had during. I mean, in the, in the fall, but then on top of that, having all of these different speaking yeah. engagements that we were still in recovery from and then also trying to engage in, like, I, I can't imagine um, how much more distant we would be. And so I feel like God, you know, even even in the midst of, of the pandemic, that was something that God provided was us to have time to to remain connected. Yeah. And, and so I'm grateful for that. Mm, I love that, Matt. And love you. Um, I think something that I've been surprised by with the last eight or nine months that's that I'm thankful for is how much it's had to scrape away false identities that I didn't even know that I was holding on to. Because again, simultaneously, we're releasing this book and. 
I think even in the last month or so, I'm realizing I am so ambitious and I have so much drive and it could kill me and us. I'm not saying I'm on the like brink of whatever, like breaking apart, but I just was like, Jesus, I'm so driven and I need your help because I can make that my identity. And I'm so thankful for his surgeon-like precision of being like, Lori, I'm your identity. It's only me. Whether you succeed with quotes around it or fail, whatever, like none of that matters. Just be in me and you'll produce much fruit, whatever that fruit is. So I think I've just, COVID's stolen a lot from us. Um, I'm not saying the creeks, I'm saying from humanity uh, and then the financial stuff and speaking blah, blah, blah for us in particular. But I'm like, I'm barely grasping just that sinfulness that we ask everyone about my own new levels of recognizing my own sinfulness. And um, I'm so grateful for it because I am learning um, very active verb learning just deeper intimacy with Jesus as he strips away more of my false identities. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Just briefly, as you guys look into 21, and I'm sure we'll do more questions on this. We always pick a word for the year. If you have a word for the year, feel free to say it. But like, how are you going to take some of this learning, some of this gratitude perspective and approach 2021, which could be worse, you know, like we don't know, Um, but there will be definite challenges. Steve, what are your thoughts on how are you going to take some of what God's doing, this fruit he's producing right now into 21? Um, well, uh, first of all, I feel like I want to back up a little bit and say the thing that I said about the worst thing that could happen, um, will never happen to me. Um, those are words that my wife spoke, uh, recently. And so I just want to give her credit. Uh, I I didn't come up with that, although it's true. Um, and, uh, and then kind of springboarding into this question, um, I was recently praying for one of my kids, fervently. Um, and uh, anybody who has, you know, young adult or adult kids, maybe can uh, understand that level of fervency. Um, mm. And I was just praying, uh, God, I just give him an encounter with you. I just want him to experience you and have an encounter with you that will change things for him. And um, I felt like the Holy Spirit said, when is the last time you had an encounter with me, Steve? Mm. And um, that really struck me. Mm. So I prayed um, the benevolent detachment (laughs) for my kid. And then I pursued that further with him. And um, which so, real quick benevolent. I'm just feel like I just need to for new listeners, benevolent de- detachment. If you guys search up our episode of John Eldridge, he describes that. But it's basically saying I give everyone and everything to you, Jesus. And I'm doing on the regular. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to do it more on the regular. But Steve, so you did that. And then right. what? And and so then I spent the day with um, just a heightened awareness of Christ's presence with me all day. Um, I, I was inspired by uh, Matt, the things that you've said about fasting. And um, I, you know, am tempted often 
to pop in earbuds and listen to a podcast. And that particular day, I didn't. And when I felt that instinct, I was like, you know, this much I desire you, Lord. And this, Ooh. this is. Um, those aren't your exact words, but it was. I was thinking of you. And so, anyway, um, the influence that you guys and this um, thing we do has had on me this year. Um, I think is prompting or is bringing a, a word to mind of openness um, that I want to be open to whatever God brings, whether it is suffering or blessing. Um, but because I know that I'll be able to find him in it, um, whatever it is. And so I just want to be open to receive what he has for me through whatever circumstances bring that. Mm. Wow, Steve. Yeah. It's fun watching you grow over these years. And I love, Thanks. I love, love, love that. Gives me mm -hmm. hope for myself. <laughs> you can keep doing it, Laura. All right, Matt Craig, how about your next, next year as you look at 21? Yeah, I, I think, I mean, my, my gut instinct is, is to say, okay, yeah, to, to remain grateful and everything, but... I guess as Steve was talking about like that, okay, when was the last time you had an encounter with me, that conviction that God put on him and the word that I would, or the posture that I would hope to, to, to have is, is one of connectedness. Just like I was thankful for being able to remain connected with you in the time that, that we had, um, to, to really remain connected with, with Christ and to, to let him, show me what to be grateful for to show me what to be praying for to show me what to he's the only place i can put my joy mm -hmm. and so to remain connected i guess would be the the goal for for next year no matter what comes mm -hmm. uh i the word that just came to mind is and i don't know if i'm saying this is our my word for the year next year because i don't want it to be but um, the word that came to mind to have this grateful heart, to have this continuing to pursue a God-centered identity is humility. And so of just shredding, I just, for me right now, that word humility just means taking a posture like Christ and that my personhood is Christ and that it's nothing else. It's not Jesus and doing this or that it's not jesus mm -hmm. and that or this or or even jesus and whatever failure is it's just mm -hmm. jesus and i can't get kicked around and i can't get a big head if my identity is in jesus and so mm -hmm. i think that pursuit of humility and to pursue hum humility means looking at and becoming more and more like christ which is everybody's goal but with that word in mind i think that will help me in this next year so guys now i'm gonna pivot to our question of the week for you guys which we will i'm sure uh in the next month or so just be praying about what is the word for the year and by that it's nothing magical it's just what's maybe a centering 
trajectory God might have for you. So we're going to do some reflection soon on what was our word for the year for us three in 2020 and how'd that go for us? Was it the centering word that God uh, brought to mind? And then just to pray and think through 2020. So guys, we'd love for you to think about that uh, in your own life. And we'll reach out to you soon again in that Hole in My Heart podcast Facebook page or follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. I'm the most active on Instagram, to be honest with you. Um, but in the meantime, as you're processing big life questions for 2021, we'd love to hear an answer to the question of the week for next week, which is what's your favorite big holiday meal leftover mashup? So turkey mashed potato sandwich dipped in gravy or cranberry pumpkin pie pancakes. We want to hear them. Uh, <laughs> Man, Steve, we're praying for you to get better. It's nice to, to you. hear your voice. Um, guys, if you're listening, you're going to hear the next two episodes. We've actually already pre-recorded. You can still send it in your question of the week, but you're going to hear us talk about uh, Steve without Steve being there uh, in his COVID life. Um, but you may still be in quarantine even when those episodes air. But Steve, we are praying for you. Godspeed. Thank you. Um, Thank you. And for all of us here, at the Hole in My Heart podcast, down, down, spooky stairs life. <laughs> we will see you all next week. Happy Thanksgiving.